0: Welcome, gorillas, to the fifth episode of the Athlete Insider podcast by Gornation. My name is Phil, and today we are with a special guest from Greece, Sledis, who is for me a really, really inspiring athlete. Because uh, yeah, he's—you you probably know him from his viral videos from Instagram. Maybe you know him from uh, yeah. You also were a, as a finalist in Greece Cut Talent, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really, really happy to have you here today and to spend time with you and ask you some stuff about your workout, your life. Welcome,
1: Slides. (laughs) Happy to be here, bro.
0: Awesome. So, um, you're on a birthday party and somebody approaches you and comes towards you and asks you, yeah, man, what do you do? Like, who are you? How do you present yourself to somebody you don't know?
1: Mm. I'll tell him my name that I do calisthenics with calisthenics. That's it.
0: Okay. That's the
1: first thing I'm going to say.
0: The person asks, what is calisthenics? How do you describe it?
1: Uh, I will tell him, like, you can check my Insta. (laughs) (laughs) I will show him something like that. Oh no, I will just tell him that it's like pull ups and dips with uh, weights. That's what I describe describe what I do like when I say that I'm a champion or something. They say what what is this? What is the lifting? I'm just telling them that it's pull uh, ups, dips, and squats in we weights. That's
0: it. Okay.
1: They kinda get the idea, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, you have like a quite special workout type. On the one hand, you do like the uh, the usual, I would say, like weighted calisthenics, uh, weight, like uh, street lifting or however you, you call it. Um, and on the on the other hand, you do like a lot of crazy stuff. You experiment a lot. Uh, like how do you put these two together?
1: To be honest, that's a hard part in what I do because we focus on one thing only, like only in pull-ups and dips. And it's much easier to program yourself to progress. But if you put like <laughs> the crazy stuff that I do with rings, with push-ups, with front levels, with skills, and weighted calisthenics too, then it's kind of more complicated. I am doing uh, each week at least one weighted push training, weighted pull training at least one next day, of course. And then I focus on skills and maybe crazy ideas I can do because I like, maybe I'll be at work and just uh, begin brainstorming about what can I do the next time I go outside or I go train skills and shit. And that's when I, I think about them, I write them down, and then I perform.
0: Okay. So, like the, I think people would ask themselves: uh, Do you really work out? How you do in these uh, these crazy videos where you do crazy neck hangs, or like uh, just the the crazy stuff everybody knows from you?
1: I couldn't see the question.
0: Is it really your workout when you when you post these crazy videos? Is it really how you work out, or are no. these just tests? No. Or? no. no.
1: I will not just, I have some days which are just for fun, just for crazy skills. Like I go and do those skills that I post alongside with other crazy stuff that I may do that day. But that comes, of course, with a proper warm-up, proper, and maybe I can even do a workout. And then after my workout, I will do
0: the crazy stuff.
1: That's how it most of the time goes. Okay.
0: So what does your your normal training look like? I guess it's it's weighted workout, uh, like weighted training.
1: Yes, the base is the weighted stuff. That's the base. And the secondly, the second hand goes to the front levels like skill training, plunge, and in the skill I want to focus on at the moment. Okay. Right now it's the plunge because I have neglected it for years, and I want to improve the form.
0: And is it difficult for you, on the one hand, to squat really heavy? Like, you, you do heavy squats, and mm-hmm. the one ha- on the other hand, do the planche?
1: Yes, I can see. Even the front lever, it's much, much harder than, than right now. Uh, I can even see it in my two years of like heavy squatting. My legs could be bigger. And the front level two years ago was like nothing. <laughs> and now it became much, much harder to hold. So if you are training legs like heavy squats and hypertrophy training, then it's gonna be it's gonna make the skills much, much harder. But it's doable, you know. If you want it, you can do it. You can do both. Okay.
0: How tall and heavy are you?
1: Right now I'm at 90 kilos. But I have got uh, some fat, which I'm gonna shred, and we'll see. Maybe I will get to. If I get to 87, I will feel like lightweight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on on what height uh, height are you? How how tall are you? Uh,
1: one meter, one meter and eighty-one centimeters.
0: Okay. Yeah. So even for your height, like really quite heavy for for a kilogram. Yeah, sentence, it's just it's
1: physics. <laughs> yeah. It's just physics.
0: That's true. And how is it possible for you to, to maintain such a physique? Like, how is your nutrition? Do you follow a strict That's
1: plan? <laughs> no, right now, I got, like, uh, two months ago, I was at 92 kilos, something like that. Maybe even more. But I got, like, a little chubby. I got uh, lots of fat. Look, I gain fat really, really easy. If I eat... Like some shit for a week or so, I will see a difference in my body, and even in my uh, uh, scale. And then to shred that, I will have to be very, very strict. I like to cut uh, the sugars, of course. The carbs, I like to minimize them. And what I do to shred mostly is uh, intermediate fasting. That helps a lot. And I even work out fasting. And if I want to shed like fast, like I did uh, this month, I do also hit workouts uh, while fast. Then eat one banana, and then uh, continue to my workout.
0: So just an that's additional, fine. just an additional hit workout in front of your your normal work workout. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Okay. And that's also warming warming up really good for the workout.
0: Okay. And what does your normal day like? Um, like, uh, how is it structured with work, with workout? How do you plan your day?
1: It um, goes basically around my work. So, at Monday and Tuesday, I work from twelve o'clock until ten o'clock, and I wake up early in the morning to work out, and then I go to work and like do nothing. Uh, from the point, from perspective of the workout, I work on other things here, uh, like Instagram, social media ideas, and on the other days, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I work at night shifts. So Wednesday is my best day because I wake up like pretty fresh, and I can do anything. But all my PRs are not, mostly on Wednesdays, and then I go to work. And then I wake up and be beaten up, like, feel like I don't want to do anything after the night shifts. But still, I push through, work out, eat, and then go to work again. So that's basically my...
0: my Crazy. So where do you take the motivation to work out, even like to push through the the tiredness or uh, like the lack of motivation after, after a night shift? Because um, I know what kind of people work in night shifts and it's really, it's exhausting for the body. Um, it's uh, like the people who work there, they really have a hard time sometimes. Um, so how do you push through? How do you still do your workouts at 100%?
1: Yeah. right now it became a habit, to be honest, to push through. Because um, if I don't do it, I will feel, uh, feel disappointed in myself afterwards. I want to avoid that feeling at, at all costs. I want to feel disappointed, and like I wasted a day in a workout away because I felt mentally weak. That's what I'm telling myself, to be honest. But if you're not mentally weak, you can do it and you will do it. And then I apply one rule the five seconds rule, uh, if the times get tough, which is like, you, let's say you are uh, laying on the bed, and you don't want to wait to get up and do anything, you just like five, you count from five to one, and then just do it, but you count it out loud, like five, four, three, two, one, then just do it, and it helps to, it helps your brain, to actually take the command and do it at that time. So that's what I do. And then I'm just telling myself that I'm not weak. <laughs> it's, easy, it's pretty simple, but that's what I tell myself. And also I have the Instagram followers, which uh, those people depend, not depend on me with the messages they send, and I feel like I can't disappoint them. And I think about them at my really worst days, you know. They can of help me. But yes, uh, the night shifts. If you know people that work night shifts, you they will tell you that you wake up beaten up, unmotivated to do anything, even your body is aching. So it's not a joke. It's like sleep deprivation, and also sleep. It's a, sleep quality is really shitty when you sleep at day. So it kind of messes mess you up. But you can do anything if you want. To. If strong enough mentally, that's what I believe.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Like uh, it's not the the lifestyle of a. That's why I think you're really, really inspiring because um, you don't. You're not like the typical calisthenics athletes who lives from social media, from personal training a little bit, um, and like who has a lot of time to work out and to achieve his goals. But you're a person like who works hard, who has like circumstances like the night shift, um, which do- don't make it so easy to achieve high high achievements. But you still do. Like uh, I just remember your performance at the World of Bar Heroes uh, 2018, I guess, uh, where you <laughs> crushed everything. Weak times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say weak times, I like but I say, say it's it was it's impressive to see you competing and to see your videos. So um, yeah. It's really inspiring. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was really good times, good memories. Yeah. But the, the five second rule is a good thing. Like, uh, it's it's a good habit to have. Um, do you like? Do you still have sometimes? Yeah, do you still have sometimes the lack of motivation and and think about quitting or never?
1: Uh, I think everyone has those days, like the weekdays. But then I just, uh, maybe, at those really, really weird days when I'm unmotivated to do anything, I put some motivational um, speeches at YouTube. There are some that really help. Then I think about uh, people like David Goggins, and I even think about my past stuff, the stuff that I have done, which were in, you know, I was in much worse situation. Like in my uh, games, all bus games, when I competed, like I <laughs> at all bus games, I finished work at six, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then we took a flight with my friend, Nico Shast, uh, at 8 o'clock, in the, at 8 or 9 o'clock, and then the flight was delayed. We got in France five hours later, I was with no sleep at all. Uh, the bus with uh, the hotel took three or four hours. So basically, I went from a night shift with no sleep at all. And we, then when we got to sleep at night, uh, we couldn't sleep because there was a noise uh, above, like something like was crashing and we didn't sleep at all. And we have to com- had to compete at 10 o'clock uh, the other day in the morning. So basically, <laughs> I competed and gave it all. I took second place while I wasn't. Well, I was awake for like thirty plus hours. Wow. So those those were really hard times, and I remember those times what I got through and what I, how I pushed myself. And then everything passes, you know. I think you can do it. So I think everyone has some times to recall when he pushed himself to the limit, and that is a proof that you can do it again every
0: day. Wow. I would be interested in how did you get like how did you become this person? What what kind of past did you have to to have this self discipline to have have this motivation?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, in short, I hit the wrong button, and then everything was upwards was going upwards from that point because it was like the lowest in my life. I had depression for two years. I was uh, alcoholic for two years. I was smoking, I was doing like lots of stuff. I was panting graving and stuff like that. And to be honest I had no no purpose. I was just just living, just breathing like lots of people do. And that kind of guided to depression, along with uh, some family issues, some economy issues. I had no job then, no work, I had no goals, I had broke up with my girlfriend, I was an alcoholic, and everything was kind of shit, I couldn't even imagine myself uh, smiling sober. (laughs) Yeah, that was some low points. I got really fat because of the alcohol, you know. My health was shit. I was couldn't uh, take the stairs without getting out of breath because of the smoking. Because I smoked like two packs a day, one half pack, along with drinking. So I didn't do anything. I was just waking up. When I woke, when I woke up, the only thing I was looking forward to on those days was to how to drink again, to smile again a little bit. So when you have no purpose in life everything feels like empty like with no purpose and then one day I just clicked out with myself I didn't like what I saw what I was doing with my life and I I quit at the same time the smoking I quit at the same time the drinking while all my friends was I was still smoking to be honest and it was really hard and I quit the Eating excessively, like anything I wanted. So I quit three things, like at the same time. It was really hard, but working out every day, that that helped me. That was a salvation, because working out, I kind of took the place of everything, that shit, like took the place for alcohol, of alcohol, of, of nicotine, of everything. So it kind of saved me. And I oh. think that it have saved
0: many people. Wow, crazy. And <laughs> how did you start to work out? Like, uh, where did you get the input from and how did you start?
1: Mm, to be honest, I started with rugby. Some of my friends discovered that in Greece we have a rugby league. And I went to rugby. And oh, okay. I thought, yeah, it's rugby. Uh, just because I liked the uh, violence, I was still fighting a lot <laughs> in the past, for those days. I was kind of wild, was doing crazy, crazy shit. Like I even got up in the Parthenon one day. That's another story. Mm-hmm. So uh, I discovered rugby. I was playing rugby and then I was still smoking and still drinking. That didn't help me a lot, to be honest. I just liked the tackling, tackling people. And then I discovered the phyletics. It's, uh, it's something like a weight, something like CrossFit, but it's a which you can do at home. It has like 15 weeks of. So I saw some transformation on YouTube and started doing it. It was hard, but it helped a lot. And then I discovered with a friend of mine, Eric, calisthenics. And that was it. We were hooked up, the first glance of it, the first videos we saw. We wanted to do everything, wanted to do, learn everything, and that's why I, how I started working out. Yeah, the first trainings were the first year of my trainings were at home, basically. So it was like just me, my computer for music, and that's it and the workout. So it was that was the hardest year. first year because i was doing everything by myself it took tons of mental willpower it was really really hard to even start working out at those days but i pushed through every, every single day and got where i am today
0: wow so it's uh, so like um, you, f- for rugby, where did you get the fitness fitness to start with rugby? Yeah,
1: it was nothing to be honest. I was just running and it was just a start, but I wasn't hooked so much. Okay. Ah, when I was going to rugby, I was doing calisthenics at the same time. After balls, I was doing calisthenics and then I left rugby because in rugby you hit a lot and it causes you many, many injuries. And I left rugby because of the injuries because I didn't want to stall my calisthenics progress.
0: Okay. And then freeletics is like high intensity workouts without without weights, a lot of reps, uh, a lot of like yes, yeah. yeah. And um, then the this I, I think it's interesting to do the switch from high intensity workout like Freeletics to weighted like uh did you start out, out with weighted directly uh at home with weight vests or something or was it yeah, first was doing, body weight
1: i was doing body weight at first but i was doing everything with uh, not a good form everything was half reps to be honest but i got some strength and then i just i never saw anything from other people to be honest i wasn't watching uh, even youtube videos because i was. That I got it, I, mean, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> and I was uh, just taking dumbbells and putting them like in my heavy bag or, or my backpack. Or I was just holding them and do squats and do pull ups and do dips and things like that. Yeah, but then still, I was doing everything with bad form at that time, even weighted stuff. <laughs> but that's how I began.
0: Okay. And since then, what was your biggest uh, success in your career?
1: Mm. My biggest success? Like in my championships or overall, what I believe is my biggest success.
0: You can share both, like your biggest competition, but also your personal biggest success. Mm.
1: My biggest competition might be FIBO, because... At the time, I even was injured, and I was still after night shifts and hadn't prepared very really well. But I remember that sometimes at FIBO, I failed two times a dip and I was and I failed the chin up, and I was really disappointed. I was like, it took really lots of mental strength to get over those mini losses. Like you know, I felt like I lost on those reps. And it took a lot of willpower uh, to get over those losses at that time, to focus and to focus on the pistol squad because I knew that I had a really strong pistol squad and I needed to focus on that. So I put everything aside, kind of, and focused on the pistol squad. And then when I did, <laughs> I did one, the weight dropped on my finger. Yeah. And they fucked me up. But still, I put my shit together and went for, for, for it. Basically, I did a PR there of 60 kilos. And it didn't count because I didn't do a dead stop at the bottom. So I had to do my PR, which I have never done before in my life a second time. But I still did it and <laughs> it paid off. Wow. So fibro is my, my biggest one because I had to battle with myself. Yeah, at the competition, a lot, and the second one is the first uh, win healing in Greece because it was for my grandfather who had passed away, and I want to dedicate it to him. And my biggest win overall, I believe, is my biggest achievement is the messages I get from people that uh, have been motivated by me, and. Have changed their lives because of maybe something i said or because of some videos they saw that's the biggest thing biggest achievement to this day
0: yeah like i can totally imagine even with your story because you also also shared parts of your story on instagram uh, that you inspire people who are really also at the bottom uh, of their lives and get out because they see there is uh Sleetis, there is Eugenios uh who, who did it as well. So I can do it as well, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's that's it. That's it exactly.
0: Okay. And um yeah like I can imagine you also get a lot of messages uh how do I progress faster? How do I begin with calisthenics? Um what is your advice to someone someone being at the at the beginning of his calisthenics career, um, how how can he progress and what should he think of?
1: He should just focus on the basics in the beginning. That's the base. That's why they call we call them basics. You should focus on the basic strength: pull ups, dips, push ups, squats. Don't neglect like them legs and core strength. That's it. And they can focus after they get some. Uh, decent amount of push-ups. They have some stronger, some stronger shoulders. They can focus on handstands too. That's the beginning. The beginners must aim for at least 10 perfect form pull-ups, 15 dips, uh, 20 push-ups, I would say. Let's say 15, 20, 25 squats, and uh, maybe 8 to 10 knee raises,
0: knees to chest that's it for the beginners
1: aim for that
0: okay and um like i would be interested what what is your uh the the div- most difficult move you've ever learned
1: the most difficult must be the i haven't learned it yet because i, ha- I can do a perfect form full for plants, but I believe that plants is the hardest one to coordinate the strength the uh, nervous system it's a more complicated move than everyone thinks because lots of people do, do it with uh, not proper form so my but the most difficult which I have learned. Hmm, I don't know, to be honest. Even even the squat is difficult, the back squat, because it needs a lot of of work and proper technique. I would say... The fingers not... Some of the variations of my phone level were really hard to begin with.
0: Okay, then the planche,
1: let's see the planche, the planche, planche. is the most difficult, but I haven't yeah. learned it yet
0: perfectly, so I can say that I've got it. But the straddle planche, you're quite, quite secure in it, right?
1: Yes, I will. I could hold it like for seven seconds straight, but I don't like the form. I'm, yeah. I'm, this this planche is it's really complicated.
0: Okay. Then let's let's say uh, let's take the uh, your your signature move, the the front lever with the rings. Like somebody who wants to to mm-hmm. learn this move, how does he begin with it?
1: Uh, there's lots of tries, <laughs> that's how you learn. <laughs> you, can, you can't do anything else. You just focus on balancing the ring on the ball, just put the feel aside. Believe that you can do it. The first thing is to believe that you can do it. Because when I first did it. I had haven't seen anyone do it. So it's kinda hard kinda hard to believe that it was achievable. Especially I remember the two links from level. Well, no one has ever done it. That haven't even tried it, thought about it. And I was at the park, I was thinking like let's let's see if it's possible. My friends who will be behind me was like, No, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 That's no you can you can't do it. I was like when I first tried it, I was like, no, what the fuck, that's that's unachievable. And then I thought to myself, like, no, you said that with uh, one ring, so let's do it. I was like trying, 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 and I found a way. And I did it with shitty form, with no, I did like one milliseconds hold. And that gives you the power to believe that you can do it. And you just walk on it, work on it, work on it, and you achieve it in the end. So that's how they can approach the normal ring. Just find the right place of the ring, the balance, the right place of the wrists, because you, you play with your wrists a lot. And just go for it. Go for tries. You won't, it won't hurt at all. Even if you fall, it's not a big issue.
0: Okay, and, and you talked about injuries in, in rugby, um, but did you also have injuries in calisthenics since uh, since your start?
1: <laughs> yes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was and that's because I did everything with not a good form. But I did those those mistakes and right now I know what I should avoid, what I should do. So should so those mistakes were like a lesson which I will teach to people so they won't go through those like i did and back in the day we didn't have any you know someone to tell us things like things to avoid like right now there's tons of information out in youtube in instagram everywhere that people can search and see what they should do what they shouldn't do back in the day even the best ones the best athletes was doing like maltese and everything with in city form and we were all clapping like wow what are they doing so the sport has progressed and the information that is out there is really rich now people can learn everything from the internet only from even if they talk to a guy and he gives them some tips or even in personal program he can progress much much faster than I did and the people of the Atena did because they didn't have that information <laughs> Uh, what was your question again? Because I got a little <laughs> lost.
0: I asked about your injuries. Like, did you have oh, some injuries.
1: injuries? Yes. And because of those mistakes, I got like tons of injuries. I got tendinitis, uh, tennis elbow. I got my wrists fucked up, like really badly. Especially when I did one dip and I hold them track and so I still have like a little bit you can see it's fucked up, basically. It why I couldn't do even push up for like eight months. I got uh, I fucked up my shoulders because I did the uh, pull ups uh, with weighted pull ups. I was progressing with pull ups really, really fast in the past. It was my strongest ones. To be honest, I got uh, three years ago. I got seventy kilos of pull up easily, but I was doing them not a good form, I was doing them dead hang without uh, scapula retraction and basically I fucked up my shoulders and I was, I was also doing uh, without warm up, uh, one arm pull ups because I got strong and that fucked up my shoulders too, I did one arm chin ups and basically that's how I fucked up my shoulders and my pull-ups went to hell from that moment. So I also, I had broken many bones in the past. It's plays a role true. Biceps, I have to, taught my bicep uh, live at the Grisgot Got Talent and still continue the show. Oh. And, um, I have many, many injuries. <laughs> I can't even remember them all okay but i get from them okay and now in the past year i haven't got any serious ones because right now i know what i'm doing know what to do know what,
0: what not to do and what are the mistakes like when you say now you know what to do what are the mistakes that uh, beginners and caristhenics do often uh, mm-hmm. like often do
1: uh, the biggest mistake I see is they are not doing
0: the proper warm up.
1: Basically some of the guys, the beginners, they don't even they do no warm-up at all. They just start heavy. That was what I was doing. I was doing the same. Also they have lack of mobility in many lack of mobility for many exercises, including even pull-ups, handstand push-ups like dips. Like everything and they continue and do, they proceed to do those complicated moves But they think, they think they are simple they add some weight too and that's how they get injured much, much quicker even if they don't realize it now like if they feel uh, alright like they have no pain at all that's the why they are going to work out with they warm, warm up eventually uh, they will pay the price like all of us did we did the same mistake so that's the biggest mistake everyone does no warm-up
0: okay okay nice um what is easier for you to gain weight or to lose weight
1: <laughs> it's easier to gain fat <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: ultra easy for me <laughs> okay so what I, we already talked about how to sh- how you shred like uh, doing doing a hit workout in front of uh, your normal workout with a with a banana or with uh, sh- some sugar in between, but uh, in general, what are your uh, what is your advice to lose fat or to shred?
1: Mm, let's just uh, understand how it works. So when you consume uh, more calories than you burn, you gain fat. If you consume less calories than you burn each day, you lose fat, and that's easy, that's that's the process. process. They have to understand that at first, and they have to. Afterwards, they have to see the diet. Like you, uh, what I was doing all these years, to be honest, it was really simple, but it worked for me. I was only focusing on my protein intake. I was only eating food uh, which is rich in protein. And I was focusing to achieve to eat each day at least 180 grams of protein. So I was choosing food like uh, chicken. Uh, I was kind of measuring how many grams it is. Then I saw how many protein are in, is in chicken and shit. And that's how I, I, I was eating every day. And still to this day, to be honest, I am doing kind of the same thing. I'm focusing only on my protein intake. And of course, I'm not eating chips and uh, chocolates and everything. I'm, I'm only trying to eat uh, food which is rich in protein, alongside with carbs I like rice, maybe some pasta, and that's it. So I focus to get to eat at least uh, at least two grams of protein of my each body kilogram of body weight. So if I'm ninety kilos, I'm eating each day at least one hundred eighty grams of protein. And once I reached that point, I stopped eating at that all. That's it. That's yeah. how I was doing it all these years, and it worked.
0: Wow! So, how often per per month you eat uh, chocolate or something sweet?
1: Mm. This past uh, those past months, I was eating like every week at least three times a week.
0: 3,000? That's why I gained fat. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> and now uh, I haven't ate, uh, when I want something sweet, uh, I was either eating something from process, which has zero, like 50 calories, which really, which is nothing heavy. And I was eating for a month only fruits if I want something sweet, like a banana or an apple, uh, something like that. Okay. I didn't even need the need for chocolate or anything like that, like the fruits to be And for snacks, I have uh, carrots and cucumbers.
0: That's a good snack. <laughs> That's like mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Nice. So I have some quick questions with uh, some quick an- uh, answers from you before we come to an end of this uh, this interview. Um. So, what do you prefer, pizza or burger? Pizza, pizza. Are you a yeah. dog or a cat person? What do you prefer?
1: Uh, dog, but uh, recently I'm, I'm in love with cats too.
0: Okay. So, both. <laughs> yeah,
1: both, both of them. I love them both.
0: Uh, what was your best uh, holiday location until now?
1: Uh, from point of memories, maybe Skiathos, Greek island. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. What is your dream job? Like, uh, what is your maybe goal for the next five to ten years?
1: Uh, to work from home, I have my PC with people for like four hours, and then focus on my daily life, like workouts and stuff. Okay. have a passive income and to communicate and work with people. Okay. Like in personal training and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you have a favorite calisthenics athlete? To
1: be honest, no. Not, not one. I, I haven't got anyone who is my favorite. I don't even have had motivation. Anymore. I admire lots of athletes and I... Each athlete has something uh, special to give. I have some athletes in my mind which I see are like, wow, his DP is really great. I see others like, wow, his pull-up is really great. I see others like, oh, his plunge is great. I see others like, uh, his squat is great and he's even doing plunge, you know. So it's, I take something little bit from each athlete. There are many great athletes. Great athletes.
0: Okay. What was the best calisthenics event you've ever been at?
1: Hmm. Must be Cali games and football.
0: Okay. And the last question what do you prefer, statics or weighted?
1: (laughs) That's a hard one. (laughs) I enjoy both, but um, I enjoy both a lot. But statics and statics, I can get more creative. So maybe maybe statics a little bit more because I can get more and more creative in that.
0: Okay. Perfect. So um, last question for you: How do how can people get in touch for you? Maybe for uh, like coaching, maybe just for workout advice. How can they reach you and talk to you?
1: I'm working on that. To be honest, even when I'm at work, I'm focusing on that. I've already made some moves, and they can contact me on Instagram or with my on my email, which I will going to see much more much much more frequently than my Instagram because my DMs are like flooded each day. I Get tons tons of messages, and it's really hard to see them all and answer them all.
0: Perfect. So Slides, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks uh, for being here. Thanks for sharing your advice, your story. And uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy that you were here. Uh, just a short uh, hint for the viewers before you can end uh, the the episode and say uh, whatever you want at the end. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching everyone. Thanks for watching until the end. I really, really appreciate it uh, because these are some long interviews, but I guess it 's really valuable input thanks uh, for Leaders, for being here. Uh, yeah, put your questions put your questions in into the comments if you have any other questions um, leaders. Uh, maybe we will do a second episode with them and also comment your uh, the next workout uh, the next interview guest sorry the next interview guest you're wishing so yeah you can end the episode thanks for being here and thanks everyone
1: thanks a lot my friend we'll talk again we'll be stay in touch